was growing up, I never thought about it like, oh, the meter stick is there just in case I'm a bad boy. <laughs> Hey Bachelor Nation, this is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Alright, let's get into it. Hey Bachelor fans, I'm Debbie and... I'm Justin. Oh! Yes siree, we're starting a new season of The Bachelorette. It's Michelle's season. Bachelor for the Ages is so excited to be here with you, but getting off, kicking off this season a little bit, you know, as you all know, our, our, our most amazing hostess, Sarah, is studying abroad in Italy, and our, although she's been watching the episodes and is right up to speed with everything that's happening in Michelle's season, her schedule and my schedule, a little off, not vibing. So we couldn't think of a better jump in, fill in co-host for me on this number one episode, Our her wonderful brother and my amazing son, Justin. Welcome, Justin. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, happy to have been invited. <laughs> um, you know, I've got incredibly large shoes to fill tonight. Mm. Sarah is... Uh, she does a great job with the podcast, um, and um, you know she's a great, great kid. Miss her, miss her, crazy, miss her, you know, Aww. dearly. Um, but, but I'm, I'm going to try my best to fill in admirably tonight, and uh, excited to, to break down Michelle's um, first couple episodes. Yeah, I mean, uh, it has been um, a great start. I, I just want to say, and it's really fun for me uh, to, to do this with you, Justin, because what the one thing that you bring to the table that Sarah and I don't have on our Bachelor for the Ages po podcast is the male perspective. Mm -hmm. So I may have some questions for you along the way that kind of tap into that. If you if you don't mind, I think it'd be kind of an interesting you know, way to approach this. Fine. So, so traditionally, Sarah and I go a little tr uh, chronologically through the episodes. Okay. Um, we're going to tackle two episodes tonight. The, her Obviously, her opening season when she met um, all the guys. But let's just start with the introduction of Michelle. Um, what you thought about that? She looked incredible, right? She's she's the uh, she's the teacher. She, uh, they do the whole thing with her students to kind of introduce her. Um, her reflections on her family. There's a lot of kind of just her beginning, opening. What did you think of Michelle as the Bachelor? I mean, you've watched a lot of seasons with us. What where were you at with with her as the Bachelorette? Um, you know, uh, she was on whose season of The Bachelor? Matt. Again? Matt, right. And I think throughout that season, you felt like she was more mature than mm. Matt and too mature for Matt. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, um, you know, I think that's the expectation going in, that she's mature and she's she's ready, really ready to find love. She's not just here because she's the next celebrity in the Bachelor Nation um, time frame. You know, she is ready to settle down. You know, she's she's fifth grade teacher she's got a great family she's got a great head on her shoulders um and she's she's really ready to find love and i think that the opening scene showed that yeah um and i think that it really set the tone for what we can expect this season i mean this is not you know uh, uh it's not a, a clown fiesta if you will it's, <laughs> it's gonna be her trying to find 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 her her match yeah find her person so we meet a lot of potential persons. We do. Uh, they start the introduction. My first impression was there were a lot of great guys there. Um, there are times when, and, and Sarah and I often reflect on this, the opening night we're typically like, uh-oh, I don't know. 
if I really like the guys. And it's like as we get to know them and their personalities of the season, they grow on us and we get more excited. I would say Michelle's a lot of guys. I was probably more enthusiastic than I normally am. I don't know if you had impressions on that um, or that doesn't phase you as the guy watching. I mean, what is that like? Um, my, imper my, my impressions of the guys, like in their introductions. You yeah. Know, they, they, uh, yeah, just generally, did you like them? I mean, are we talking about before they meet Michelle? Yes, like okay. the opening intros. So not their introductions with Michelle, like their introduction scenes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I never really know. They pick yeah. out. It feels like they pick out random guys that seem to have seem to be good looking and have yeah. nice little stories and. I, yeah. I don't know. I kind of. I don't want to say I breeze through that part, but it's it's like okay. I yeah, mean, let's get on with the show. Yeah, like I'm ready. I'm ready to see them them in not not you know manicured and manufactured. Like I want to see them like in, yes. real, in the real world. Well, I thought it was interesting. One thing I really liked about those opening scenes was just the, you know, the intro, bringing back Tasha and, and, um, Caitlin. and Caitlin uh -huh. and how they were kind of scouting the guys, going to check out their hotel rooms and stuff like that. Nice. I thought that was kind of cute. Yep. Um, so here we go. Uh, they come out of the limos and it's a very hard episode to kind of debrief because it's like, we don't go through each introduction, right. but we have some general impressions, right? On who we liked, uh, who we were like, eh, on, um, did you have any kind of front runners there coming out of the limos? Anything you thought or anything you thought were like really crazy ways of coming in? Like, you know, how they showed up, um, first impressions. Yeah. So, um, there were a couple strange ones, right? Yeah. Um, Romeo came in, he was speaking Italian. <laughs> I know. She I, didn't understand what the hell he was saying. I put him in the eh column. I mean, you have columns? Uh, I did. I did. Uh, I liked... The, this is the way I approached it when I did this time. Mm -hmm. I was like, who do I like and who's eh? So Romeo was in my eh column. So I didn't, have very, I didn't have anybody that I really liked from the introductions. I had Nate and Clayton in my I like their opening. I did not like Clayton's opening. You That's did. interesting. That's no, interesting. The, the, I, I thought it was... I liked it when he brought out the yardstick. I didn't like it when he took it the extra step of spanking yeah. me with it. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I thought it was oh because because you have that, that memory right of I mean, yeah the only the only time you ever see the yardstick or the meter stick, right, is in a classroom in elementary school. That's like such nobody a good else point. has it. Like I've never I don't see it anywhere else, but that's where it is. That's right. And I don't know if it's if he was a little bit older than me in the sense that maybe that was still uh, I I never when I was growing up I never thought about it like oh the meter stick is there just in case I'm a bad boy. <laughs> Like I didn't think about it like that. That's I just thought it was there. It was there. So. So it didn't resonate. Fully it didn't really with you. resonate. I it mean, I got it, and yes. she, and she, like that is just not not something that happens in this day and age. Yeah. So I, like I got it, and I thought it was cute. Oh, the mirror stay fifth grade teacher, and then he was like shaking his booty, <laughs> like give it a give it a, a wallop. And, and that's I, where he lost you. I was like, ah, it's a little too much. It's a little uncomfortable. You just met yeah. her, you know, sixty seconds ago. Yeah. Yeah, good. All right, that's need, that's fair. You shaving, you, you know, your pooper in her face. That's that's fair. That's fair. There were a lot of there were a lot of these intros I thought were just over the top, like Rick coming in on the dinner tray. I don't I don't know. Was that what, what, uh, that you know? Remember him with? The, I do. What was your impression of that? I mean, they were all. I I, I I'm kind of speechless. That it, why can't one of these guys just go up and be like, "Hi, I'm so excited to be here. You look beautiful. I can't wait to get to know you more." Boom. Oh, you need to try out. I tried <laughs> to resist. I, this is why I, I try to stay away I from this. Know. You know, we've I been recording for seven and a half minutes, Mom. I know, I was trying Mom. to go as long as I possibly could, but you just did it. 
okay, I'm going to try and be back better again. But yeah, I don't know. And I think some of these antics, it's like... It's too much. It's too much. And Sarah and I have talked, too, about how it's like, that's how you show up. That's your first impression of the world is people seeing you in that way. Like, why would you choose that? What you choose there says a lot about your personality, doesn't it? Well, I guess. I mean, they all have to choose something. Nobody ever comes up and just does, does you know, nothing. They're rehearsing their first impression in, a, in the mirror. Like, they're just trying to... Everybody's trying to make the big statement, and I, I don't know. Just be I a know. genuine person. I know. And that, okay, so there was a lot of antics and stuff, from the firefighter to the apple to the, to the, the you know, the basketballs to the, the... The guy who was like, I could give you the D. You see that one? Yeah. I'm going to give you an exam. You uh, might get an A. You might get the D. Yeah, I know. She was like, <laughs> see you I later. Know. <laughs> I know. Let me see. I, I took some notes here. I didn't like Rome. I mean, Romeo, that really stood out to me. What are you speaking of? What are you speaking a different language for? Just say hello. Yeah, I know. It was like um, a little, a little much. The ice cream truck with Ryan. The f- yes, the multiple fire, fire yeah. trucks. What did you think of Joe from Minnesota's en- entrance and the whole, the whole thing about how she made a connection? Like, hey, don't I know you? And then he, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. That was that was cute, but he was kind of that was kind of um, yeah, yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. I mean, sh- he could have owned it and been he like, could've. like out of the gate. But I, I think he was kind of embarrassed on how things went down. I mean, maybe yeah. we'll talk about that later. I don't yeah. know where you have it. For sure. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I clearly she thinks he's attractive and, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, so they come in. They're all getting ready for the opening night. Unless you have anything more to say about the introductions or any thoughts or reflections, things you want to talk about. I guess, so you think if you no, were to I just in... have I just have a note here. So yeah. I, I wrote down, like, I wrote down some, some specific notes on six or seven of them. Um... But then I had one main note, like, these guys are so lame, just say hello. Okay, so that's how you would show up. That's how I would show up. Yeah. Why wouldn't you show up that way? I don't know. You're trying to stand out and make an impression. I think that's what they would argue. I think it's gotten so watered down, these antics, that you would stand out by just being a genuine human being. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I can totally see that. Um, Well, Rick was was the guy with the food. Yeah, Rick, the tray? with okay. the dinner tray, with the silver tile. Like, really? Come pick up the tile. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Like, I have to be honest. If that was, like, a guy I was dating, I'd be like, what is up with you? You're weird, dude. Yeah. That's a... T- like, they, to me, Sarah and I have this thing in, in our, like, that I learned was a term. Actually, I learned this with Sarah and Sophie and Julia on an episode, that when, like, you kind of automatically, like, trying to check out on someone because they do something that's just a little weird and you can't get it back, it's like an ick moment. I guess right. that's a term in your generation. I don't, I don't know. She I says don't like an ick moment. So there's a lot of these like that. Sarah, Rick, Sarah says this is a Sarah thing. Like there's an ick, an ick is the term she uses for like the minute like you think you're into someone, then they do something and you're like not in anymore, and then it's over. Like you can't get it back. Like I have an example of a guy I dated in high school, and I liked him, and then he showed up in bare feet, and he had the ugliest feet, and I was like, out. Like, ugly, it was a, ugly feet. It was a light you switch. You grew out of that. It was a light switch. <laughs> Let's not do that. Okay. So then we're going on to um, the, 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 whole, the whole event. So she greets everyone. She seems very sincere. Very. She seemed actually a little nervous, but she talked about her parents and what she's looking for. Immediately, she confronts Joe on the ghosting thing. Um, and he, what did you think of that? What did you think of, you know, his excuse out? And there was a lot going on at the time, obviously, in the world and... Uh, did, do you think she should give him a pass or do you think she should hold her guard up with him? Like, um, if someone's capable of ghosting you, 
even if you know can you redeem from that yeah i don't think she, i don't i didn't really look read too far into it i know joe walked away and he was like man this didn't go well but i think that was just her way of of um turning the table a little bit yeah um because he he ghosted her right yeah. so so i think this was her way of saying hey this is my show now you ain't ghosting me you're anymore. not ghosting me anymore you're gonna play by my rules so that was her way of i think just putting her foot down more than just like like just being kind of asserting herself in a way like hey yeah. like this is my show i'm the bachelorette you're on the bachelorette you came to be here for me like you may have ghosted me in the past, but like this is my show now, and you're here for me. I think that yeah. was that's the way I interpreted well, it. Well, damn right, she should have done that. Okay. And my question for you is, if he's capable, if a guy is capable of ghosting a girl, yeah, I don't. You know. give him a second chance. Yeah, I, well, this is a good guy girl thing because girls would be like, "Don't do that." <laughs> Why would you give him a second chance? But you're saying, yeah, give him a second chance. There might have been good reason. I don't really think about it. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I'm not really a ghoster. I don't really ghost. I haven't been ghosted. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I, he, he gave the, he said that there was a lot going on in the world. I don't, I don't know. Okay. They were, they were, they, what did they, it's not like they were dating or it's not like, it's not like he, they went on a date and he didn't call her back and then he, like they, it sounds like they, 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 and we find out, I know Sarah likes to go chronologically, but Sarah's not here. So whatever <laughs> we find out. In a few episodes, in the next episode, yeah. that they knew each other like mm -hmm. way back. Like they knew each other in high school. Like they they might not have been friends or like gone out on dates, but they, there was some sort of connection through basketball that they knew each other. That's like true. Like they they ran in similar circles. That's you true. You know, there there was some intersection there. Right. So, I don't think it was just a like oh they they, they we want we want to like. Yeah, there's probably more to there's it. There's more to it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was, if the ghosting was so severe. Maybe Michelle thought it was one thing. and he, I, I, The way I interpreted it is probably swiped right on each other, yeah. sent a couple messages, and then yeah, that no. was it. Okay. Like, I don't think it was as serious. And yeah. I just, I really don't think that it well, needs to I be Well, I like him. Too much. So I'm, yeah. okay. And, th and that's classic, you know, overthinking it on this part. I mean, I get that, you know, girl stuff. So. Well, I, she just. This was my guess is the the producers made it a thing, yeah, for her to go have this conversation on night one, right, and whatever right. it's a good way for her to set the tone. Yeah, I agree. I that's agree. All, that's all I read into it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, then the whole issue with Ryan came up. The issue with the papers in the hotel. She ended up. She had a really good interaction with him. He was the ice cream truck guy. Yep. And then you know. Tasha and Caitlin inform her about, you know, he has these notes. He's, you know, he uses these excuse. He says, hey, look, I'm new to The Bachelor. They go to the room together mm -hmm. to really assess everything. And she makes a decision um, to send him home. What do you think? Um, I mean, it was a little weird. The whole thing was strange. She had, you it's know, totally a stack strange. of notes. I was like, get rid of this dude. He is weird. Yep. I mean, he had a stack of notes on, you know, what 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 bachelors, I know, were successful doing and what they had said that was that worked in years past, and he uh, he got caught in the act. It's kind <laughs> of being a weirdo. Crazy. He got caught in the act of being a weirdo. Um, I'm glad she she sent him home, and he when she called him out on it, like you could see him start sweating, and he was he's one of these guys that had you know buttons open to the chest, and it's <laughs> like, and he's he's trying to. To, to still maintain his, his confidence, but, like, he's clearly shaken. He's like, oh, yeah, 
wife of my friend sent me yeah. with these notes. But then I took some notes, and she's like, huh? Yeah. He was really caught in the act, and I'm I'm just glad she sent him home. Yeah. Like, she, once that, like, you want to talk about an ick moment? Yeah. That uh, was an ick moment. Yeah, that's I mean, a good she, point. As soon as she found out about that, and as soon as she saw the, the paper, there's no second chance. I'm glad she sent him home, and we didn't have to deal with this rigmarole into next week. That's an excellent point. Yeah, I'm glad she did, just, too. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Cut the fat. Yep, absolutely. On the opposite extreme of that, she gives her first impression rose to Nate. Nate with a Y. <laughs> yes, Nate with a Y. So, impressions of who she gave her first impression rose to? Uh, yeah, um, I wrote here in my notes, vulnerability always wins on The Bachelorette. And what does that mean? Well, it means the sooner you're vulnerable and show that you're ready to, to be open and have an open heart, the whoever is the bachelor or the bachelorette seems to take to that. Mm. Um, Interesting. And Nate, I forget what he said uh, that, that showed his vulnerability, but that's what he did. Like, he showed his vulnerability. He was open. He was honest, we think. He was sensitive. Yep. And she took to that. And um, that got him the right. That was the impression. That was her the first yeah. impression. Ah, so maybe that's something to take on your notes when... <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to tease you about that at all date. Okay, so I liked... I was okay with her choice for Nate. I thought there were some other good contenders, but I was happy. She, I, I kind of liked Nate. I can understand the same thing, why she gave I'm him I'm 23, rose. Mom. There are people on I'm the show... I'm 23. Like, I just, You're going to be 24. To... I am. Well... <laughs> You're going to be 24 very soon. In like four months. All right. Am I really that helpless? No, not at all. I just think you'd be so fun to watch because you're so likable. Right. Okay, so then they go to the rose ceremony. Any surprises uh, for you and the whole rose ceremony on who she kept, who she didn't, who she didn't kept? I was not surprised yes. on who she sent home. Oh, I, oh. I have something before we even get to who was eliminated. Um, she had to step outside before the rose ceremony to gather her thoughts on Joe. Did you catch that? Yes. I mean, what the hell are we doing here? I know. It's a first rose ceremony. I, I mean, know. Really, you really need, I, I need a minute. I know. I know. I, mean, what I are, hope that's not a projector of how this... No, that's a producer thing, obviously. Yeah. She doesn't need a minute. I mean, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah, they're trying to get you sucked in early on into the drama. Because I think... I mean, they think Joe is a, is a candidate. Oh, yeah. And he is. Well, yeah, he's a very good-looking guy. And they've got the past looking, connection. and like So much in common. Right, right. All yeah. these things. Yes. And I think that was the producer's way of like, oh, drama. I mean, because Joe walks out and he's, he's very handsome. He's got the whole, you know, like, like, he's got that wonderful, like, skin tone and his eyes are, like, light and, like, the dark skin. He's just a very handsome guy. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, um, and, like, she's obviously interested in him. Like, she... Coleman, right? Yeah. Like, she remembered him. Yeah. Like, this is the producers are, are, are trying to... Like, create some drama early out of the game. They gates. were trying to create some drama. And, and I'm, I know The Bachelor, right? I'm watching for, for almost my entire life. As soon <laughs> as they... As soon as as soon as soon she's like, I need a minute. I'm like, oh, this, this is bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. Excuse my language. And we, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't curse here on The Bachelor for the ages, but... <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking this is BS. She's... So what? We have to go to commercial break before she picks Joe? She's I obviously... Know. You wouldn't have made a scene about Joe if Joe wasn't a factor in the show. I know. But in a weird way, I think by the producers doing that, they're almost getting you to kind of root for him. Yes. Root for them. Yes. And make him a front I runner. agree. 
But it, and interestingly, I don't want to skip ahead, but I'm skipping ahead. He actually becomes someone who ends up with a, a target on his back. A little bit. Because he got invited to the... Well, we, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the second episode. So, all right. Well, stay tuned for that. But that was kind of the end of the first episode. I was really psyched to see the previews. I always am. Always gets me excited about what's ahead. Um, anything else on the opening night? I have to be honest, it's not my favorite of all the nights. Meeting all the guys. I never love the opening night. Yeah, it's I agree. Hard, it's hard. You know, I think we did a good job kind of talking about it. I don't really have anything much to add. Um... Let's jump right in. So we, uh, episode uh, two this week, she wakes up. She's got 23 guys there. She said something that I thought was an interesting statement. I don't know if you caught it very much at the beginning of the thing. She says, I'm really, you know, she's talking about how pumped she is, how excited she is to find the guy who will become my soulmate. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask you... Are you born someone's soulmate or do you become someone's soulmate? It's funny that you mentioned that because when she said that, I did I did flag that as well. Really? I did. Um, I didn't flag it enough to, to, you know, build a question out of it, but I was like, oh, that sounded a little funny. Yes. Um, uh, well, soulmate is a weird word. I don't really think there is a... I don't know. Who knows what, what, what a soulmate is? I mean, what is that nonsense? Um, do you love the person? Do you not? Like, that she can fall in love with somebody. It may not be her soulmate. I mean, what is that? You know I what don't I mean? Know. I think you can. I think you can be in love with a lot of different people. But I guess the question is, do you have one soulmate? And I don't. I think you're born soulmates. And the question is, do you find it? I don't think you can become someone's soulmate. Yeah, I I agree. I, I think there was. I think she was basically. She should. She what she meant to say is, I'm gonna find my husband. Find the person who's gonna become my husband. Find the person who I'm gonna fall in love with. You right. know. And that's what she said. Right. That's what she meant. That's what she, yeah. That's I, what she meant. And that's I just. What thought, she meant. But it may raised an interesting question in my mind. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. What is this? I mean, do we really all do we really have soulmates? Do you have a born soulmate? I mean, come on, there are a billion people in the world. I mean, what is that? What do you think? So I think clearly, I think no. I don't think you have a soulmate. I don't think that's a thing. You know, it's nonsense. And it's a hopeless romantic creation. I think there is there are people that are you're very compatible with and that you will fall in love with, and that's that is fine. And you don't they don't have to be your soulmate, quote unquote. To be, you know, a great wife or a great husband and a great mother or father to your children. Like, I don't... Right. I don't think it has to be a soulmate. Right. You, know, you fall in love with them and... How do you know, too? You know. What do you mean, you, how do you know? How There's you a know? feeling. There's a feeling you, you know. Yeah, but, but what if you think you're with your soulmate, but you're not, and your soulmate is still out There's there? There's no soulmate. I just debunked this whole thing. You don't have okay. a soulmate. Is dad your soulmate? I don't... <laughs> you don't know? I mean, you had a very, very successful marriage. Two kids, you know? Sure. You're still, you're still going strong. So your soulmate? You just said, I don't know. <laughs> well, because you're, but making you me doubt, you're making me doubt the whole soulmate thing. But, I mean, you know. But yeah. You, you, you love dad. You, yeah, you know? absolutely. You fell in love with dad. So, yeah. you, you know. Yeah. I guess it's that feeling. I guess soulmate is that feeling of having this undeniable connection and love that's very that runs very deep and maybe that's what makes you think someone's your soulmate like the notebook yes like the notebook they just loved each other yeah that's it 
anyway, so I just thought I would talk about it. So the first night, the first date, the first group date I thought was very clever. It was a classroom date with yes. paid actors and actresses that were fifth graders. <laughs> Probably. They were, they were so cute. Yeah. But anyway, here's the thing. The, here's, little, the, one, the one girl who kept making the faces. Oh, so cute. But here's the thing that I am just going to say. And I know if I'm, I'm channeling for Sarah here because I know she would say this. You can't be dumb. If you're dumb, you're out. Like, there's no, there's no way. I don't care how good looking you are. Your husband is not going to be dumb if you're a smart girl. There's just no way. So my mind, she immediately could throw out three or four of them right off that first date. Because. Because they couldn't spell. They couldn't they do math. Can't, they're Dumb. They can't spell these, these stupid things. Spelling I mean, is the spelling, in my opinion, is this is a great point because spelling is very important. Because if you can't spell, right, like, that's a problem to me. Right. Like it's a, it's just a simple when you read something that is just spelled incorrectly. Yeah. It's like, what the? F what is it? Like, like I just that? I think these it, guys can't spell entrepreneur. I mean, it's a hard word. I get it, but like. Yeah, and the other thing that just goes to, you can have a physical connection with someone, but you have to have an intellectual connection, I think. Do you think? Uh, yeah, of course. So, <laughs> if right out of the gates, if I, because I have to be honest with you, if I'm if I'm dating a guy, let's say I'm engaged to him, that's how far down the road we are, and I'm sitting at some event, and he spells something wrong, Yeah. it might be over for me. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I can marry a guy that is dumb. It's tough to... It's tough to, to, to overcome that. It's I I, I no, think I that. Agree. So that that to me was right out of the gates. I was like, oh my god, Michelle. And so I don't know how she moved on with some of those guys because I was like, mm, they're out for me. But anyway, I'm not going to say who I thought was dumb and who I didn't. But it was pretty obvious. The other thing I thought was hilarious on this date was <laughs> she asked narcissist, what is a narcissist or whatever, and that one guy will will held up Peter's, or Peter's mm -hmm. name. I mean, I know it's trying to be funny. I know it was probably wrong. I know it pissed off Peter. I don't, I'm not a fan of either one of them, so I don't really care what happens. No, they, they've got two on one written all over them. Uh, is that a prediction? Uh, is that, are those things you do? Maybe you do? sometimes do, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you think of this whole... Do you do your predictions? Do we do predict? When do you do those? Sarah and I usually do. And what maybe you come in on that because now you're invested in this season with us. But I am going to ask you at the end of today's call who you think might be mm -hmm. sticking around. But our final predictions in are on our fourth, the fourth episode. Okay. So tell me a little bit about anything else you have in terms of the teacher classroom date. Um, I don't really have anything. The um, evening portion. She called she that Brandon. She called him out on his spelling stuff and. I don't know. They kissed and everything. There were a lot of sparks, but I'm like, how are you beyond the spelling? And what he was saying, he, was, he wasn't saying anything. There was no oh, real connection. There was a lot was, of was language. Just, yeah. What was that? It, it was, was like, like cheesy, like... That's dumb. I'm sorry. I feel bad, but yeah, well, you can't spell, and then you're talking <laughs> what you think you heard in last night's romance you know, movie you watched on top. Like, you're... It wasn't, it wasn't authentic language from him. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Sorry. No, I agree. So... Okay, so that was mostly the highlights from the first group date. Um, yeah, there weren't very many highlights, I don't think, from the first group date. There okay. was just, um, right? I mean, it was, that's the guy he got the he got the rose, right? The, the group date rose, Brandon. Correct. Uh, yeah. 
I think he did. Yeah, he did. Um, so he did. Like, I mean, whoa. I, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. And the the, the the like. So he got the group date rose, and then the, the rest of the the date was, you know, marred by Peter and Will like, yes, going at it because fighting he, in the background. Because you know, Peter Peter couldn't take the joke, and Will tried to be funny, and like Peter mm. clearly has like some serious insecurity issues about like yes himself. Totally. He's just not a confident guy. Like he needs to be the guy, and he needs to be the, be seen. Oh, I know. Pizzapreneur. I know. Like okay, like, you make pizza. Like, he has an honest living. Like that's great. Yeah. Like, like I love pizza. Everybody loves pizza. Right. Like that's a good job. But you, you don't have to invent a word. <laughs> you own a pizza place. Good, great. Maybe you own a franchise. Maybe you own a couple. I don't have to invent a word to describe it. Um, and he, he was, like, it was, it was just, the whole thing was weird. I think what's interesting about that date, there's not a lot of highs, but I think it did give us a little insight into a lot of these guys. And it helped me, in a way, rule some guys out. I'm yeah, just like, saying. pretty much everybody that was on that date. Yeah, a lot of them. It was not a winning, it was not a, the, the, the second group date was more of the quality Yes, I think so too. And a couple more quality guys. I, I do. I do. I mean, there was just a lot. I, although I did like on that date, Rick did the whole Mad Lib thing. Oh, Rick. I meant to say this on night one. Rick also, I wanted to, I, I'm sorry. I meant to, I meant yeah. to touch on this on, on the introduction night. And we, this is going back to episode one. But Rick did do the, the weird dinner intro. But he also said to her, let me go back to my notes here. He said something very interesting that I thought was, was very sweet. Um... Mm. Oh, uh, he was very sweet in the one-on-one because he said there, he said, throughout this process, anytime you need a laugh or you need a smile or you need something fun, you can come to me and we'll, we'll talk about not nothing and we'll, we'll make jokes and I'll make you food or whatever. Like we'll just, yeah. I thought it was very sweet and I think she really appreciated it. Yeah, that. it was very nice. And the thing about Rick is once he got out from being underneath the tray, yes. he was better to me, except for the fact that I wonder if he's wearing eye makeup. Yeah, well, I don't know. But anyway, I also thought the Mad Libs were really cute. Yes. And that was very special, but I thought the kiss was very weird. It was like very nervous and intense or something. I don't know. Well, I, I think he mentioned after the kiss, like in his little interview, it's been a long time since he's felt these things. Yeah, so he's nervous. So I think he was nervous. I think it's been a long time oh. since he's, you know, I don't know, like been romantic with yeah. a girl, woman. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll I, I think he's a nice guy. Though. He's a nice guy. I, I don't know if the physical connection is there. Right. We'll find out. I have a similar read. That's yeah. good. Okay. So Jamie gets the one-on-one. I thought it was funny when he was when he was first talking and bragging. He, you know, he among when he was just sit with the guys. He used a phrase. I'm, he's uh, he's he's a no. You know, he's constantly living. He's constantly on the edge of life. Who said this? Jamie. Jamie, that's right. Make Scott, you know, I just, I guess when oh, I, when yes. you say LOL, that. constantly on the edge of life. I'm thinking to myself. He's a biotech CEO. That's his job. Yeah. He's constantly going to other third world countries. I guess my feeling about you a little bit is, here's my, here's my reason why that's a, why that's, why that's a negative on him. I, when someone is not self-aware enough to know how they're presenting themselves in a group of their peers, like, I don't think I would ever be like. I don't know if I ever say in a group saying I like to live on the. I mean, I'm you got to be ever comfortable to live with someone like be with someone me who likes to live on the edge of life. It's like, okay, Jamie, 
I don't know. Whatever. They go on the one-on-one. -on -one. They go to Joshua Tree. They have the hike. I thought it was, I thought it was good. You know, they have a, seem to have nice He's chemistry. Fake as hell. Ah. He's fake as all shit. Hmm. I mean, you can just tell by the way he interacts with the guys, and, and obviously we'll get to, to some more on him later. But like the way he, the things he says, and like I think he's very calculated. Um, I think he's a dick. You know, and but he's had a terrible story. I mean, his yeah, mom he, was he, mentally ill, and yeah, no, it's it's it is. It's very sad, and he he told her, and like she was, she was she empathetic, was in, yeah. and like it was they did ha have a connection, but like, God, I'm gonna come off like such a jerk saying this, but like just because he has a, a tragic backstory doesn't mean he is he, you can he's the dead. greatest guy. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I, 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 it's, it's incredibly sad, and it seems like he made some lifestyle decisions to, to get him to a point where he is um, living on the edge of, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. and he, he's, he's in an independent and, and, and successful life, and, like, that's great for him. Right. But he, he is, in basically in every instance, other than, like, a couple emotional moments on that one-on-one, -on -one, like, I think he's come across arrogant. Very much so. And, like, I don't, I have a, I personally do not like arrogance. Right. Like, arrogance bothers me. Yeah. It always has. I, I don't, don't just, like people that are, that, that think their shit don't stink. Well, what's really interesting to me when you say that is, I, when Jamie got out of the limo, I, I, I was never really into him. I, I don't really, I never really, he never really drew to me. And then he got the one-on-one, -on -one, and then he had this emotion, you know, he really has this backstory. And then I was, like, trying to think, wow, maybe I missed something. Maybe this guy's the real deal, and the things I've been thinking about him aren't, you know. But but you saying that is kind of just bringing me back to my first impressions of him, and they haven't been great. But she seems to like him. There's a lot of kissing. There's a lot of stuff. I don't know. Um, we'll see. But that's very real interesting. You know, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, he, he, we know he, you know, he causes some trouble. Right. And I'm sure we'll get to that when we talk about the rose ceremony. But um, yeah. the other thing I want to mention about him is he, even though he is a bit, he does come across arrogant, he also seems like he's, he, he also comes across like he's mature. And I think that's part of what, like he, he's, he like looks. he's got he, his shit together. Like he looks older than He than does look older. Like he's wrinkles here. Yes. Yeah, I can't figure it out. Are those like three wrinkles? I don't know. I don't know what that. I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure, but I think that. <laughs> He, he looks a little bit more mature. Yeah. Um, he's a biotech CEO. He's not a pizzapreneur, you know? So yeah. he's, um, like, I, I think there's there's some part of that is attractive to Michelle because I think she really does want a guy who is mature and, like, she can see that in him. Um, mm. Like, I, I just think that's obvious. And she made that statement after the date about how when they were doing the rock climbing, he was kind of coaching her. And, like, leading her and helping her along. And she made the comment where, like, she feels like in most of her past relationships, she's the one who's doing the coaching and the leading. Mm. And I think that was another thing that was attractive to her. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think there, I think we're seeing reasons why she has feelings for him and why he might be a player for a, a little while. However, I don't think he is, he is endgame because I, I think he's arrogant. And that's, that will eventually catch up to him. Wow. I'm just so 
So, yeah, like loving your perspective. I had one eye on the Knicks game tonight, too, you know? I know. I had one eye in my snooze fest because I was a little sleepy. You had one eye closed. One eye closed, but I definitely watched. Okay, so then we have the basketball date. It was the next group date. It was basketball. Very fun. You know, obviously the whole scene opens up. We know that Joe lost a very beloved basketball coach of his. Um, You know, we we learn that he's quite the basketball player. Um, Mr. Minnesota. Minnesota, um, Mr. Basketball. Mr. Minnesota Basketball. He was, I mean, he was like, he was really good. Really good, and he could see that, and it was kind of fun watching him. And then they did the five-on-five game, the red versus the blue, and. I don't think the listeners understand. Maybe they don't really care, but he was like really good. Like he played in the Big Ten, played in the NCAA. Yeah, he played was, for was, University was, of Minnesota. Like was an was an excellent basketball. He was not just like a high school star. Like he was a high school star that went on to be a starter. For an NCAA tournament team in the Big Ten Conference. Okay. This is hilarious to what? me. Because this is where so Justin, you're filling in. It's funny, like those... he was on he was he was on those Dre Hollins teams, I think, with, with, with Minnesota. Yeah, exactly my point. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it was the year before that. Anyway. Yeah. So nobody and none of our listeners care. Right. But see that's the thing. So but I appreciate this right. is when you perked up. Right. Because all of a sudden, there was a massive Googling effort, an effort between you and Dad around who, where, who's playing where, what's going on, who are the basketball players. It was like all of a sudden, this became like a thing. And I had a laugh. I was like, that's so funny because it was like the intersection of, you know, you were doing something here watching The Bachelor, but it like intersected with one of your passions. And then you like were like really into it. So are you like rooting for Joe now? I am. Why? Because he played for University of Minnesota Division One basketball. No, I just think he's. I think he's a genuine person. Mm-hmm. I think they have a nice connection. He's. I wouldn't say I'm rooting for him, but he's definitely on my list. On my I think he's got list. a target on his back now. Well, probably, but I mean, what? How is that his fault? He was really good at basketball, and like she likes him. Like she likes him. Like, she a does. Lot. Yeah. How could you not? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll see what happens. So what? Anything? Anything else on the double on that on that date? The... Yeah. Well, so what did you think about that? They they so they they play and like obviously Joe's Joe's the best player and um, one team wins and but like Joe is selected to to that's her carry saying. On. I want more time with, with him. Joe. So bring him exactly. over. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was he played great. He was great. He was the best player on the floor. But like, she was she would say like, "Good pass, Joe." Like, "Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe." But you could just tell. And then. I don't know if this was editing, editing, but like, she went to him first, right? He was, he was the first guy that like had any time during the, the yeah. Night she portion. pulled him out right away, and they were together for a while. They were. People were like, "Where are they?" And she yeah. ended up getting the group date rose even. Well, so he was... opened up about his coach and. They, I know they, they vulnerability. It was he was vulnerable, and you could tell it was really he was having he was talking fast, like you could tell there were some nerves there. Um, they kissed, you know, all types of romantic stuff, and yeah, yeah. So I think he, I mean, he is clearly a front runner. He is, yeah, hands down. Up, uh, at the, t- I mean, if you're if you're making betting odds right now, he is probably the betting favorite. You know, mm. I think. Who else? Him and Nate. Yeah, Nate. Because Nate also had a really strong like backup moment. Like he he got the first impression rose, and then on his group date, like he didn't try to do too much on the group date. Right. And he just kind of was himself, and then he had his moment, and then they kind of. They were a little more physical, and there was a little more chemistry there, and I think that was, it was really solid to not like yeah. overplay the fact that you were the first impression rose getter. Yeah. Now you just kind of 
played the part, you trusted, yeah. and I think that quiet confidence must have been attractive to Michelle also. So I think between Nate and um, Joe, I think those are the two that are at the uh, up top. Yeah, I think they are up top too, and they also have a very similar look. Yeah. I see that you know they yeah. they do, and she maybe that might be her look, like you know, the, like something the kind she's of shaved head, you know, yeah. light skin, yeah, light eyes, yeah, yeah. So okay, so anything more on the basketball date? I like the basketball date. I like the basketball. I like both of the group dates today. The concept they, because Sarah and I, I like remarked that the group dates have sometimes gone a little off the rails. Like there have been some really ones that I really have not liked. Like just I find disturbing. Mm -hmm. But these two I thought were great. You they were know, good. they were good. So then we get to the cocktail party. Um, I thought the whole thing with Rodney blindfolding him was a little weird. Yeah, I thought it was kind of sweet. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was. It was. I mean, it was a play on his like Apple thing, and like yeah. he, she. I think she thinks he's funny. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she didn't have to kiss him, and she did. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. So what do you think the whole big drama was the whole thing with Jamie and the group of the guys that were talking about it and then and and then Yeah, so here's here's my take on it, right? Okay. Because I know this is when uh, things got a little difficult for you. Yeah, I can't even read my notes, so I appreciate if you could bring me up to speed yeah, and I'll comment. Yeah, so so <laughs> you can see my notes, I'm like, what the hell? I saw you struggling over there. Um I think there somebody might have said something. I'm not really sure what triggered it, but like it wasn't really a big deal. But Jamie went to Michelle and made it a big deal, kind of trying to tell her, like I don't know, to bring drama about where yeah. to kind of make him look like he's the good guy who's looking out for her. Right. You know, and that um, is definitely how he positioned it. That's how he positioned it. And right. I don't. And then she she goes and she you know she's like, oh, should I conf confront the guys and like. Be honest and be like, there's no, there's no past relationship with Joe. Like everybody starts the same here, um, or even that there, even though there is a past relationship with Joe, like everybody starts the same here. He's like, yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Mm. Um, she does that, and the guys are all like looking around, like, uh, what? Like none of us really cared that like she had some sort of past weird like ghosting with Joe. Like I don't think. That was a thing, and they're all kind of looking around like, man, somebody must have said something to her. Like, who would have done that? And Jamie's sitting there like, he's keeping his mouth shut. And then in his one-on-one -on -one interview, he's like, does it bother me that I'm sitting here and I know I'm the one that told her? No. Mm. And so, like, now you're really getting a, a glimpse mm. into into Jamie, and he's kind of the, mm. he's, he's kind of the, the um, I don't know, yeah. the devil on the shoulder, mm. it seems like. So how did she feel after she told all the guys this? Like, did she feel that weirdness in the room? Yeah. I, no, I don't think so. I think she was just upset. And then she went back upstairs, right? And then... Oh, she and then canceled the rest of the cocktail. She canceled the rest of the cocktail hour. And then they went right into the rose ceremony. And that's annoying to people who are trying to get to know her. Exactly. Who didn't have the really great one-on-one -on -one Exactly. Event. And that just feeds the issues. And they don't know who it is. Do no. You, so this they is, have no suspect that no. it's him. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think Jamie is... Um, Mm. I don't know. I think he's a bad egg. I mean, that's that's. Yeah. He's probably thinking, ah, that went about as well as possible. I look like the good guy who's looking out for her, and nobody else got time with her. Yeah. Like he's probably he probably thinks that that was a huge win for him. Yeah. Which is you know. Which is classic to what you're saying is aligned right with his personality. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how you can start to see the good and the bad pretty early on. 
I think though there's a lot of guys under the radar right now that we're going to get to know. Yeah. Um, which is always what happens. So she she doesn't have much more of a cocktail party. She gives out the roses. I was not disappointed on who she sent home. I, I It's too early to have it's any. It's early kind to of... have any allegiance. And also, I'm looking at these guys like who are oh yeah, I didn't even remember you right. on the show. So he, they weren't memorable to me. Right. So and that kind of wrapped up the second episode. Any kind of Obviously, Joe and Nate. Is there any other people you're interested in you think would be a good fit for her? Or is it still too early to tell? It's too early to tell. For me, a little early to tell, I mean, too. It's, still, it's, still, it's Joe and Nate right now. Um, Who I think will make it. There are guys I like on the show, like Rick. There are other ones yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I like Rick, too. And she, she seems to like um, Brandon. Right? Yeah. I and mean, she gave him a rose. Um, Our, and... oh, how do you spell rose? <laughs> right. Sorry. Right. Um, I'm sorry. That's so, yeah, a little rough. Yeah, I don't know. It's too early. I mean, it's it's two episodes. I watched both episodes today, you know. Um, <laughs> they're very fresh in your mind. Yeah, they're fresh in my mind, but I mean, I think the, the two guys that stand out are obvious, and I think everybody probably feels that way. Yeah. It's Brandon and it's Nate. Joe and Nate. Joe and Nate, sorry. Yeah. Joe and Nate. Yeah. Joe and Nate. I think so, too. It'll be interesting to see um, who, who she ends up with, what happens ahead. It looks like a good season. It looks... I like her. I think. I think. Uh, I think she's a good bachelorette so far. I have no, you know, no, no, nothing to say other than positive things about how she's approaching this. Um, are you enjoying it? Watching it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Yeah. Well, Justin, I am incredibly uh, grateful, mm-hmm. as and I speak on behalf of both me, uh, from both Sarah and myself, to say thank you for taking the time to. It's really nice to get your perspective. You're really great at this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, thanks. And to everyone else, you know, uh, looking forward to talking to you next week and continuing on Michelle's journey with her.